The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the ninth chapter. When the days drew near for Jesus to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him who went and entered a village of the Samaritans to make preparations for him. But the people did not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. And when his disciples James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to tell fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. If you had known, even in your day, the things that make for peace. Words spoken by Jesus later in Luke's Gospel. Finding peace is a perennial problem in all of humanity. Even the disciples experienced the existential angst of life. They had been with Jesus. They watched him still the storm by saying, Peace, be still. They saw the chaotic nature of the Gerasene demoniac who was healed by Jesus and became very peaceful as he sat at the feet of Jesus. The disciples knew the words of Isaiah at the beginning in chapter 2. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they war any more. Jesus was ushering a new way into the world. But if only the disciples knew what would make for peace. But this is a world that chooses sides. People like to stand with their own and look across the field and with distrust and animosity against others. And we even see it in the gospel for today. The disciples who were watching Jesus bring peace and hope were to go out ahead of him. They were to go to Jerusalem. As they went, they made a stop at a village of Samaritans. But when the Samaritans rejected the message of Jesus, they were ready to command fire to come down from heaven and consume the people. 
They thought they would give it their best shot, but when it was rejected, they retreated to their old ways and thoughts. Nation against nation, they were ready to turn pruning hooks into swords. But the words of Jesus to those disciples tell all. You do not know what manner of spirit you are of, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. It is not easy to be people of peace in this world. The world is full of division. Even the early church fathers spoke of sin as the mystery of division. There is often an unhealthy fear of losing our place and position in the world. This fear of loss turns us all into warriors. We think that if our message isn't received, then another message will win people over, and that won't be good. Christians worry about this with so many voices dividing our society. And often, these things lead to inner turmoil within the soul. And then to top it off, we are a culture that wants instant results. So when we worry about losing our ground in this world, our peace of soul flees us. And then these dynamics create an anxiety-filled culture. But when we look at this gospel, the themes are deep, yet subtle. The work of Jesus is carefully done in the gospel. Jesus sends messengers on ahead of him in preparation. It is always the Lord's way to send messengers ahead. In the Old Testament, into the New, there is a rhythm to entering the holy. Moses leads the people out of Egypt, and they are headed for the Promised Land. Now, Moses himself, as we know, will not enter that land. That task is set for Joshua. In a similar way, Elijah is a forerunner figure who spends time in the desert and often alone. But it will be his successor, Elisha, who will lead the people forward, and he will do more miracles that look like Jesus. Then we get to the Gospels, where we have John the Baptist, who is that forerunner like Moses and like Elijah, pointing to Jesus. As we know, John would be martyred, but even still, Jesus continues the practice of sending people ahead in preparation for him. The work of Jesus to bring peace is sustained and ongoing. It will not come from swords and wars and the choosing of sides. It will come from the blood of Christ shed for the world. This brings peace and unity. The blood of Christ stains the scriptures and brings power to the message. The words of Jesus still the soul and give peace. 
If we read on into the book of Acts, we see a fuller picture of the Lord's work in the world. The Lord battles differently with the gospel and with the sword of the Spirit in order to bring change. While the messengers of Jesus were frustrated by the Samaritan resistance to the message, we are later told in Acts chapter 8 that those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word, and then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And what happened? The multitudes embraced the gospel. And then in Acts chapter 9, Paul went to Jerusalem to preach, and we are told that the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and even Samaria had peace and were edified. Our Lord is merciful to the nations, to people who are resistant, and even to us who are distressed by the world's way of warring. He mercifully sends messengers over and over to prepare for his coming. Jesus is meticulous and thoughtful. Even in our day, we enter the liturgy where we have messengers read the scriptures and preach a homily to prepare us for Jesus to come to us in the Eucharist who ushers us into the promised land. The design of our lectern fits this gospel and the Lord's ongoing work well. It has a mission-style design such that it could be folded up and taken to the next place in the world for lost souls to hear about Jesus, where anxieties and trouble are exchanged for his enduring peace. Your pain and anxieties, your fear of being overtaken in this world, is addressed in the scriptures here today. The peace of Jesus is brought to you as Christ's peace in absolution and then Eucharist embrace you, the lives of the apostles and the account of their work demonstrate our Lord's great care and faithfulness as hope is brought to those in need, to Samaria and to the ends of the earth. They continued on. Jesus does not deal with us in this world by casting fire upon us in these last days. Instead, there is the sweet rain of mercy that cheers the souls in a world that is thirsty for an enduring peace. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.